Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys Podcast. I am Anthony. And I am Chris. Yes, you are. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. We have been sent forth by the Sci-Fi Godfathers to watch and review and, uh, I guess, experience as much (laughs) straight-to-stream science fiction and science fiction-adjacent media as we can. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, because I already, I recorded it. Makes it true. How are you doing, Chris? I'm uh, I'm doing okay. Good. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the 75 degree weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mere days after negative six degrees. Yes. Mere days. Went outside, I was like, oh, it's warm. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's uh, not, it's okay, fine, fine, fine. Good, good. Well, I've had a, a decent day as well. Did some Excellent. work, edited some mm. podcast mm. for future release, or I guess past release by the time people are hearing this. <laughs> and I watched a show uh, on Amazon Prime. I also watched a show. Oh, really? What did you watch? I watched Continuum. Interesting. Uh, it's got Rachel Nichols in it. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. No, different, different, different. Continuum. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I cannot tell you how badly I wish we had just watched Continuum. The television series starring sci-fi wise guys alum, Rachel Nichols. <laughs> but we didn't. We watched a completely different quote-unquote show called Continuum that released the same year as the other Continuum <laughs> with a much smaller I will, budget. I will read you the Amazon Prime blurb, mainly because I can't find this on IMDb. Oh, it took some effort, but I did find it. I'll send you, I'll send you a page, but... A beautiful young space traveler awakens aboard an adrift ship with no memory of who she is or how she got there and at the mercy of the ship's mysterious computer. This digital series originally premiered online and now all nine web episodes have been woven together to play continuously as one 40-minute season. Yeah, that causes um, 40 plus minute season. It's 41 minutes. <laughs> you can't fool me, Amazon Prime. The IMDb blurb is almost identical. A beautiful young woman awakens aboard an adrift spaceship with no memory of who she is or how she got there and at the mercy of the ship's mysterious computer. Why are they going out of their way to you? Is that what is that an adverb? Beautiful. Why are they why are they calling like what's that have to do with the plot? It's is it so we don't question how her hair is perfectly curled? Yeah, the entire. (laughs) She's been asleep. She woke up. She woke up from cryo sleep after six months, I believe, and she's got her lip gloss is still still working. So that is the future, I guess. Maybe makeup is permanent in the future. (laughs) Who knows, man? Now this is just what she looks like. This is just what she looks like. She has some sort of lip condition. Yeah, that's unfortunate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) this show. Interestingly enough, we've done this once before where uh, the only difference was it was on YouTube right. where a a series of web shorts were crammed together to make a single thing. Uh, in the case of Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, right. it was technically considered a movie. In this case, despite the fact that they it's one episode. They call it season one. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's nine episodes that have been combined, including credits, uh, yes. into one season episode. One episode for one season. <laughs> it's literally somebody put all nine episodes on a playlist on VLC and then used OBS to capture that screen. So they just have one continuous movie. Yeah. Unlike Ninjak, where they actually did some editing and made it feel <laughs> like it was all one story. 
So out of this 41 uh, minutes, every four or five minutes, you're going to get 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds of opening credits and title shot right. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so this is something I picked out. I... Picked it out because it was suggested after we watched The Beyond. It was one of, one of the related things as I was looking through. And I was intrigued by the fact that it was a, a series of webisodes, a f- series of web shorts or web short episodes that was put together. And I thought, oh, that's a little different. That's similar to Ninjak. That was six different parts, much longer parts put together on YouTube. So I thought, okay, this will be a different format. And that's why I chose this. Okay. Also chose it a little bit because I think I might like deep down inside just hate myself and <laughs> i felt like punishing myself for things i haven't yet done but chris i picked this out so let me give you the floor all right <laughs> what did you think of continuum quote-unquote season one so before i give my initial thoughts and opinions and before i give the facts uh-oh just the facts ladies and gentlemen continuum is actually a word yes Continuum is a noun, a continuous sequence in which adjacent elements are not perceptibly different from each other, although extremes are quite distinct. Most people have probably heard the word continuum if they ever watched any time-traveling movie, but specifically the uh, Back to the Future The space-time continuum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched the Star Trek Next Generation episode where Worf slips between parallel universes. The season seven Ah, parallels, I think believe is the name. Yes. So I've heard the word continuum quite a bit in the last 24 hours. (laughs) So I I knew that it was a thing. I didn't know that, like, I thought it was always just a made up word. I didn't know it actually had a a, a Webster's definition. Yes. So that's neat. I do want to just pivot back to the facts for just a second. Sure. Continuum has, or I'm sorry, this continuum has no Wikipedia page. So what I'm going to do is just give us the only ratings that I could find for it. Sure. IMDb. Has this sitting at a 6.5 out of 10 star rating with 496 ratings. Amazon has this sitting at, it's kind of like, it's two and a half, but it's more like two and three fourths. If you scroll down, it actually Uh, says 2.3. Yeah, Yeah, 2.3 out of 5. A majority of those reviews, 228 are one star. So we're sitting at a 46. Um, I couldn't find this thing on Metacritic. No. Uh, I didn't bother looking for it on Rotten Tomatoes. Be what it be. So in regards to my initial thoughts and opinions, this was not good. No. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't what I mean good. by that is I'm not sure what the point of this is. Now, that being said, though, I'm assuming what's happening is that this is supposed to be like a mystery. Right. But the yes. problem is, is this mystery doesn't feel like it's going to be any like... I don't it's feel like it's going to be solving? worth. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, the juice will not be worth the squeeze if I ever watch episode or season two, episode one, as it were. We have a main character played by Melanie Murkowski. Mm-hmm. Melanie Murkowski actually has a Wikipedia page. Oh. She is famous for being in a web series called Lovely Girl 15, which was launched in 2006. In the early days of YouTube, oh. it was a vlog, but it was supposed to be a, a, a show. Okay, interesting. Miss Murkowski is, she was born in Canada. She has been in such things as Noah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, the mm. Sheldon Kennedy story, Door to Door, American Pie Presents the Naked Mile, Away from Her, Sings and Arrows, blah, 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 blah. 
Nothing really worth mentioning. A bunch of television more recently. Yeah. An episode of NCIS New Orleans, an episode of iZombie, Arrow. Yeah. She was in The Strain for a couple episodes. Mm. She's our principal character and she's our female lead. She's the quote unquote beautiful young space traveler, end quote. Yes. Our male lead, Brad Hawkins, was born in 1976 in uh, Somerville, South Carolina. Uh, apparently currently resides in... Well, that being said, it says Somerville, North Carolina, but Google says he was born in Plano, Texas, so someone South Carolina can have him. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) This guy gained fame for playing in a science fantasy series called VR Troopers, Mm. which looks like Power Rangers, which is funny because he eventually was in Power Rangers Zero. Oh, good. He's done voice acting in some anime. He's done a lot of voice acting. (laughs) He was in a movie called Boyhood, which... Uh, a very interesting movie that took place over 12 years. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you've ever heard of this movie. I've heard of it. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't feel so like watching to... something that I didn't feel like watching it. But yeah, I've heard of it. I mean, it doesn't take place over 12 years, but like in real life, oh. it doesn't take 12 years to watch it. Oh, that would have been <laughs> horrible. He was tough guy number two and cop number two in Prison Break, which oh. is a show I never really watched. A lot of people liked it, but it was, I enjoyed it. I watched it way later. I enjoyed it. I have not watched like the new season or whatever. Mm. Okay. So, and uh, he was in The Good Guys, Hope Ranch, Wire in Blood, and then uh, Monk, episode of Monk, which is a, a show that I most recently began watching. So, I mean, he has 112 actor credits. I want to say over half of those are, are voice acting. Yeah. Which is good. Why? Why do you say that? Nah, I mean, it's good for him. He's got, you know, work. Yeah, he's got that money. Yeah. And then Taryn O'Neill, uh, which I believe was the voice of the computer or Tara. Yes. Whatever. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She was also apparently been in a, a series of voice acting roles. So there you go. That all being said, I don't necessarily think that any of these actors did a bad job, mainly because I don't think they're good actors. So I can't fault them. <laughs> For not being oh. good at something that they're probably not good at. Oh, you, you had me going there for a moment. I was like, you don't think <laughs> they did a bad job? Are you sure? I mean, they're just, they're C-list actors, right? You know, they just, you, yeah. you hire the people you can hire for the show that you want to make. Well, they, yeah, okay. The effects are, it's clear that they're computer generated. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. They're clean. Um, the, the, yeah, the sets are, while unremarkable, effective. Yeah. They're not uh, crowded. Oh, they were fairly believable. Like, I knew that this wasn't a spaceship, and I knew that this was probably just some plywood and some paint and probably some blurring whenever they were, you know, editing the film or whatever. But I I really liked the sets. I thought it portrayed what a, I guess this is an escape shuttle. Of some sort, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. it's a small little shuttle. The only real problem I had with the costuming was when she, in the final episode, uh, the final segment, when she's in that comically oversized spacesuit. <laughs> it's just like a like a onesie, like yeah. a male's an extra large onesie they put her in. Yes. It really reminded me of that movie Rocket Man with Harlan Williams where he's on Mars. <laughs> One of the best movies ever made. <laughs> ever made. Uh, yeah. And he passes gas and it fills up his spacesuits where he's this, you know what I'm talking about? You know the scene yeah. I'm referring to? Oh yeah. Oh no. I, I own the movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Yes. That's what, that's what I thought of when she was walking around in that spacesuit. is that that spacesuit had blown up oh, and it had stretched out past its capabilities and just returned to its original set. Yeah. So it stretched out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, those are my initial thoughts and opinions. Yeah. All right. Good. I am now going to give my initial thoughts and opinions. 
I am, I'm overcome with emotion <laughs> with how much I felt like this show wasted my time. Show, movie, whatever. The creator of this show, Blake Calhoun, is known for making, I guess, shorts. He did a television series called Pink at 35 episodes. And then he made some other TV series and then this. And then he hasn't made anything in a while. Like this was, he made this in 2012, second season in 2013. He did another six episode miniseries in 2014. And then he made one short in 2017. And I'm hoping he's retired. <laughs> I just, and you, you said that the actors weren't very good. So you weren't going to say they did a bad job. I'm going to say they did a bad job. They yeah. were not right for the roles. In the show, when she is looking at her little tablet thing and seeing a video of them from before they got on the spaceship. Uh, sorry, the crux of this obviously being that they wake up from cryosleep and they don't, they have amnesia. They don't know who they are, or why they're there, and blah, blah, blah. Which is a fairly interesting premise that has been done before and will be done again. I, I think there's, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do with that premise. But she's watching this video of them from before, and it's obvious that they know each other and blah, blah, blah. But during in that video, that recording, they're, it's I believe them. Like when they say, oh, we knew each other. Oh, we were a couple. I believe it. I can see it. It makes sense. I'm on it. Right. Okay. But then when they're in the, I guess, present time walking around the ship, they're dumb. They're just incredibly dumb. <laughs> she doesn't search the entire shuttle initially, or she would have found the other dude in the uh, in his little cryo bed or whatever she's like is this my gun i'm like yeah your handprint opened the safe in which the only contents were this gun so obviously that's it doesn't matter it doesn't matter she, she was dumb he was dumb the computer <laughs> was schizophrenic okay i don't know how this has a six and a half on imdb with a meeting of seven by the way i don't i don't see it maybe the second season totally redeems let me, Everything that we just watched. Let me tell right? you a secret, Chris. Yeah. I was so upset from watching this first season. <laughs> and I was like, there has to be something going on. There has to be more than what they just gave me. Because even the, did it, didn't you? the, the cliffhanger ending to season one is not a good cliffhanger. It puts our principal actor in danger, but for no reason. There's no payoff to it. There's no discovery. There's no further resolution of the mystery. There's nothing. Okay. Okay. So I said to myself, all right, Anthony. You did it. <laughs> go ahead and watch season two. Watch season two. See what goes on. Oh, no. If nothing else, this first episode, first, excuse me, season, doesn't give you enough to talk about for a 30-minute podcast. So maybe if you watch episode two, you wouldn't have wasted your time in the first episode. So I did it. I'm beginning to think that you did. I did. It was 50 <laughs> minutes. That included uh, four minutes at the beginning where it recapped season one. And then it also still kept the credits every four or five minutes. <sighs> it's better in that it's actually paced well or better paced. I should say the plot moves forward. There is an obvious like a few episodes in there's an obvious cliffhanger that should have been the, the end of season one she should have searched the ship found the dude like sped everything up at the beginning like i'm just it didn't matter in my mind i'm like re-editing this whole freaking thing doing it's not thing. good let me let me tell you i wanted to i wrote this down and it took me a bit to write down i kept rewinding it with subtitles i want to write i'm going to tell you some dialogue 
from season okay, two. And then you tell me whether or not you think season two is good enough to up the IMDb rating to 6.5. Okay, so our, our male lead, Tipton, who has lost his memories again, by the way, is <laughs> okay. talking to our female lead, Reagan. And he asks her, oh, because it, it comes out that she's a she's an IT, right? She's a computer programmer. She programmed mm. the computer that's on the ship. Ooh, interesting. So he asks, so explain to me again how computers have feelings. And she replies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to get through this. She replies, well, a program is kind of like a poem, and I'm the writer, the programmer, and you, well, we can't help but let our emotions affect our work. So sometimes they wind up in the code. (laughs) Besides, besides, emotions are largely a function of cognitive Something. I think I wrote functions twice. Cognitive functions keyed towards survival. And the fact that Terra's 20th generation quantum is that Terra is a 20th generation quantum computer means that she has greater capacity capacity for emotion than a human brain. All right. I WTF'd hard. I paused. I rewound. I listened to that whole exchange again. And I was like, I got to start typing this up. So I listened to this like six times. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know if any of that's true. I don't even understand what you just said. It's like, yeah, no one did. She just made it. And then she says, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. And I'm like, what do you mean you're just guessing? <laughs> oh, anyway, no. so the, my question still stands, Chris. Do you think based off that bit of dialogue right before the, what I would call the third and final act of season two do you think that it got better no (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah all right all right excuse me okay um wow this this was so bad there's the plot holes are enormous because i'm gonna spoil it for you okay so spoil away how it turns out is that they were together they were engaged or they are engaged they also have a daughter together who is seven years old I don't know how you have a kid for seven years and then decide to get engaged, but you know, to each their own. The, the computer, which was created by Reagan, our female lead, loves her like a mother. That's that's that whole emotions thing, and okay. is actually designed after her daughter, uh, Danielle. It stands that's D A N L. It stands for something. I didn't. It didn't actually say. It was on the screen, like in print. I didn't. I didn't write it down. Okay, fair enough. And they decide to blow up the ship at the end. So they distract the computer because the computer can only look in one room at a time. <laughs> okay. He even calls her out like, how did you build a computer that can't multitask? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they, oh my gosh. So she gets it to do a, a self-destruct or whatever. And then they hang out and then it blows up. And then as it blows up, there's an error. Time rewinds and it's her waking up from the very beginning and the computer's like, you know, you almost made it that time, Lieutenant. You want to try again? And then it ends. So it Groundhog Days you at the very, very end. Man, I really don't want to see the next attempt. <laughs> I don't think there will be. No, I don't think uh, so either. The, <laughs> this is, how does this have a six and a half? Did they just get everyone that worked on the, the movie I to go in there and give it? 496 ratings. And the majority of them are higher yes. than, than five. The median is seven. <laughs> 75 people gave it a 10. So I don't know. You know, I feel like there's some vote manipulation going on here. I'm going to ignore it. I'm closing IMDb on my screen here. 
it can go away. It's all gone. I'm going to go to the 10 star reviews. There aren't enough actual written reviews. Yeah. I don't think there is a 10 star written Uh, review. Let's go to nine star reviews. No. Eight star reviews. One. Uh, Highly enjoyable nonsense. That's the title (laughs) of this review. There's a review I read on on, uh, Amazon uh, Prime Video that was like, don't listen to the naysayers. Give this a chance. And then at the end, it goes, I admit that I fast forward through some of the story because it was a bit boring. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> That's not how, all right. <clears throat> all right. Okay, well, that, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, buddy. I'm closing it. You know what? I, I, let me, uh, I have a question about the show and then I have a whole other thing, but it sounded okay. like you were going to say something. No, I was going to say, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I just don't. How is this on Amazon Prime? Like, imagine, imagine being someone talking to like someone that they work with, and they're like, "Yeah, man, I'm into you know, I'm a blah blah blah. I just finished up Star Trek Next Generation. You know, I'm looking for something new." And this guy's like, "Oh man, check out Continuum. It's great." And they're talking about the one with Rachel Nichols in it. So you go sure. home, you you pull up Netflix, for example. It's not on there. Then you go on Amazon Prime and you put in Continuum. Have you gone onto Amazon Prime Video and typed in Continuum? I believe I have. Because that's how I watched it. it. Yeah. No, no. no, I'm talking like from the website. The first one is the Rachel Nichols version, right? So, But it's currently unavailable, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The girl looks just enough like Rachel Nichols for you to go, (laughs) why is is there a different thing? Uh, And then you click on it. Yeah. And then you watch it. And then you go to work the next day and you punch your coworker in the head. (laughs) For making you watch this garbage. Yeah. Look, Blake, I'm not trying to say you're bad at your job, but but what the hell is this? <laughs> like, what, what did I watch? <laughs> How is this on Amazon Prime? Oh, I don't know. How? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how <sighs> any of this works. We should look into it. Jeez. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i just going to start loading. I'm going to start recording video of myself just doing stuff randomly in my house. And then pretending that there's a computer and I'm going to like key in or I'm just going to dub over me talking to someone else and just someone else's voice. And I'm going to load it up Amazon Prime and I'm going to make some money. That's what I'm going to do. That's what this guy did. I don't saying. know how. I don't know how you do that. But, you know, you do you, buddy. You do. What's your question? You. OK, so there's a danger in the show with she has a, a pistol mm-hmm. and the computer warns her. That if she shoots the pistol, it could create a hole in the hole of the ship. Hole in the hole. That's hard to say. And it'll destroy the ship, right? Okay. And that actually happens with the second shuttle. That's how she gets off the second shuttle. She shoots a hole, a couple of holes mm. into the side of the side of the ship. And decompresses, it decompresses and throws whatever, her out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What type of bullcrap spaceship do you have if a nine millimeter <laughs> pistol can poke a hole in it? <laughs> Seriously. And there's like, and she's like. And they're tiny little holes. It goes, goes, it's just, yeah. Well, the computer also casually like comments whenever there's like a dud against the ship. She's like, yeah, it's space debris. So if a nine millimeter bullet is able to pierce the hole of the ship and you're traveling through space at whatever speed. Right. Who knows how fast you're going and things are just slamming into the hole and not causing any damage. Like, okay. All right. That's, that's the only thing we're talking about the science of it. Cause everything, I don't even, (laughs) I'm good. All right. So, um, have you actually watched Continuum, the the Rachel Nichols joint? Uh, no, I believe you asked me this before, and I it's said fantastic. No, I had not. I'm going to read yeah. you the blurb. Have you read the blurb for it? I'm going to read you no. the blurb. It didn't matter. It says blurb me. A, a detective 
from the year 2077 finds herself trapped in present-day Vancouver and searching for ruthless criminals from the future. So she's actually, uh, she's a detective in whatever police so she's a time cop. It's kind of. There's this group of terrorists, a terrorist cell that is going to be, I believe, executed, but they use a small time travel device to instead travel back to the year, but probably 2012, 2013, whatever the year the, the show started. Okay. And she's there as part of her function, and she's trying to stop them. She gets caught in the wave of it. So there's not an actual, she's not a time cop in the in the idea that that's what people do in the future. That's not a thing. Time travel is not sure. like an average everyday thing. She ends up partnering with some people that will eventually go on to create, to like do other things if that makes sense it's really really good i really enjoyed it if you can find it anywhere i highly recommend it i believe it's on netflix okay it got canceled mid at the middle of season three and then they did a, like a six episode season four on netflix so i believe it should be there but it, maybe maybe not That's neat really cool also stars victor webster who uh is a police police officer from our modern time he ends up kind of partnering with her and eric nudson I don't know if you know the who Knudsons. that is. The Knudsons, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean he's been in a lot of he's been in a lot of things. Hmm. I think he was the principal actor in Jericho, an older, another sci-fi TV series. Anyways, highly recommend it. You should watch it. Anyone who's listening to this podcast, go check out Continuum. I'm not gonna tell you which one. You decide. <laughs> you figure it out for you yourself. You figure it out for yourself. I have an idiot of the movie. <laughs> uh as do I. <laughs> It's I, it, it's got to be Reagan. Yeah, it's right? Reagan. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's got to be Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's uh, no I, other option. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's not even a competition. Uh, the other yeah. guy, Tipton, whatever, he doesn't even come in second place because she puts him back in cryosleep and erases his memory again. So he doesn't understand <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> so he can't be held responsible for what's going on. Uh, oh, yeah. my goodness. And the computer yeah. is her creation. So it's literally idiot of the movie. I also happen to know who Kelsey Grammer is. Okay. Um, I didn't have to one. see. You don't have one. Okay. No, not really. So, I, didn't, I didn't want to sully his good name. Sure. By putting him sure. On this. There are some bodies floating in space. <laughs> okay. And Kelsey Grammer is a random body floating by a porthole. <laughs> that's, that's Kelsey Grammer. And one of them actually goes, is that Kelsey Grammer? That's how that works. <laughs> I want to shift gears for just a second. Oh, please do it permanently. I want to take, uh, feel free to leave this in. So, <laughs> okay. If there's anyone who does it, like who has never recorded a podcast before, you, you guys can't watch what we're doing. And one day, maybe we'll let you see what goes on behind the scenes, like actually on our computer screens. But what we do while we're recording or while we're, while one of us is talking, the other one's probably doing some research or whatever. Occasionally what we'll do is we'll come across something that we want to watch. Or maybe something that's related uh, or something that one of our actors has been in that we're interested in. We, on this podcast, one of our first television shows or web television shows was a Netflix original, The Order. Great show. Recommend it if you haven't seen it. I'm going through Brad Hawkins's IMDb mm, okay. and I roll up on 2020 and I see that he's in a movie called, or he's in something called The Order. And I'm like, really? Man, that's awesome. I can't wait to see him in the order. So I click on it and the blurb for a film is a covert group of vigilantes known as the order dedicate their lives to eliminating violent threats and imminent disasters, but discover that one threat they face 
is led by some of their very own. And I was thinking to myself, maybe that's like the third season of The Order, you know? <laughs> uh, maybe maybe there's a twist or something. So I scroll no. down a little bit, and I'm just going to read off some of the principal cast members. Oh, please do. I'm looking at that screen. Marina Sirtis, Michelle Nichols, George yeah. Lazenby, Walter Jones, David Yost, Paul Schreier. <laughs> you skipped uh, Gigi Austin St. John. Uh, I don't know who Gigi Egley is. Um, oh, okay. Who is she? Uh, she's uh, she's a main cast member in Farscape. The... Oh, is she the blue lady? No, no, no. She's the gray lady. I thought she was blue. No. no there is a blue lady. <laughs> There's oh. a green lady. A... <laughs> or not a green lady. A blue lady, a gray lady, two different red ladies. Look, man. Oh, okay. Look, Farscape is the greatest science fiction show of all time, and you are doing yourself a disservice when you don't watch it. Easy. So, in this movie... They have seemingly found every single member of the Power Rangers that needs a job. <laughs> because Walter Jones was the Black Ranger, David Yost was the Blue Ranger, Austin St. John is the Red Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> the only person that we're missing is Tommy, as far as I can see. And maybe he's going to be... Um... Didn't we see him in a different... Uh... He was in Ninja. He was in Ninja, that's Universe. right, yes. Yeah. Paul Schreier played Bulk, one of the goofs from the original... Power Rangers syndicated show. So yeah, no, I, I'm really fascinated by this movie and I kind of want to go ahead and put it on the list. All right. Of, uh, it, I don't know if it counts as science fiction, but I'll, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Like does not the, <laughs> a group, a covert group of vigilantes. Like, I mean, that's not science fiction. We'll see. Then. That's yeah, we'll see. Well, okay. well, so far we don't know if it's science fiction. So oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I don't have anything else. I guess an apology. <laughs> But I did watch twice as much of this as you did. So I figure that's punishment enough. Justice has been served. Yeah. Please, please, if you're out there listening, please email us at scifiwiseguys at gmail.com and give us suggestions for better shows and movies to watch. Because apparently we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you can also hit us up on social media. Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we're on Instagram. Uh, we're on uh, the Twitter. We also have a Facebook group. Search for it and you'll find us there. You can send us your suggestions any way you like. Just get them to us so that we can watch something better. And if you somehow send me something more boring than <laughs> Continuum or The Beyond, then uh, I don't know. You get a special reward. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a fun reward. I suspect it won't be. Yeah, you get something. You're gonna We're get gonna something. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's you'll get what's coming to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will find you. Oh yeah. man, I think uh, that the fact that we spent more time talking about other shows and movies <laughs> definitely means that this was not worth the price of subscription. Yeah, no, not at all. Do not recommend. All right. <laughs> I can't believe you made me watch that, man. I really can't. I think uh, we've established that all of the bad things of our podcast are because you started this. <laughs> Look, man. That's established Angels canon. Fallen. Angels Fallen was a legitimate B movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. B is in bad. Yeah. All right. If y'all enjoyed what you heard, please share us. Give us that five-star review on iTunes. Give us a subscribe, like, little heart button, whatever it is on your podcasting platform of choice to follow. We'd appreciate it. And if you uh, really liked what you heard, you want to go above and beyond, you can become a Patreon patron at patreon.com slash sci-fi wise guys. It's a dollar a month. Gets you behind the scenes clips, extended scenes whenever they come up, as well as all of the episodes early. We appreciate the extra support. Yeah. I just want to say uh, thanks again for listening. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And know you are loved with a host in the community of this podcast. Thanks. Thanks, guys.
Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. Is it Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast or just Sci-Fi Wise Guys? I think uh, it's the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. Oh, okay. 